0: So oh, yeah, Yesterday was, we had our championship for 11s. How'd that go? We won. We nice. we went undefeated all season.
1: Congrats. Yeah. We what got was it. his
0: final score? Yesterday 3-1. We're down 1-0 off of a pen. I couldn't get there until halftime. Uh, we were already down 1-0 and then um, We immediately scored, went up 2-1 in the second half And then we just kept that lead and we scored the 3-1 at the end.
1: Nice. What do you guys get? Like a medal or something?
0: You had a $150 gift card to Twin Creeks Sports Complex's uh, little restaurant bar.
1: And that's for everybody, for all 14 of you or whatever?
0: Yeah. Um, shout out to the team, by the way. I hope you guys are listening to this, and I appreciate y'all. Uh, but yeah, it it's a $150 gift card for the team. And uh, it doesn't really make sense. Before, it made sense because they had pitchers. Mm. And then... Um, those pitchers for twenty bucks, you buy five to seven pitchers lit. That's a fucking good time. Yeah, but now they don't. They do ten dollars beers. Yeah, so that's fifteen beers, one beer each. That's not that great. Yeah. So we have two gift cards because we don't like that spending strategy. So what we, <laughs> what we're what we've been doing is drinking in the parking lots. We we'll just bring our own beer, right? Save hello mm-hmm. money. But we want to just buy hella chicken tenders uh, and just split them up in between everyone and then uh, just bring our own beer.
1: That's better. Kitchen goes.
0: No, the that's worst funny. would have been if I get there, we're up, I go in at center back and you give up the goal. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, make oh, a mistake. Fuck, or why did I even come? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was your weekend? What do you do?
1: Um, This past weekend, I just worked. I worked on Saturday from like. Nine till about four, and then Sunday I worked from nine till seven till seven in the afternoon.
0: Nine a.m. till seven because yeah. you got tournaments and stuff. Okay,
1: yeah, I got games, and then I have um, kind of like an in-house tournament mm-hmm. where all all of our younger kids who are just starting off um, play against each other, kind of getting ready for. For them to start competing once they turn like eight or something.
0: Oh, so you guys kind of like make them play against each other, and then once they're yeah. good, they start competing.
1: They start. Tr- they try out for the comp- competitive team, and oh, that's, it, that's yeah.
0: sick. That's maybe a maybe. that's actually a really cool process.
1: Yeah, um, we're early a uh, small team, so it's taking us time. Biddle, um, yeah, and then after that tournament, I had a whole bunch of practices. I had like three hour practice. Yeah, these kids need, need more time because they do chess, they do violin, and do singing, and they got to do their Chinese homework. True. Like, there's no other time for them to do soccer if it's not during our practice.
0: Yeah, so you schedule them as much as possible. So we
1: try to get them to, well, it's an hour and a half for three days. That's three plus another hour of their game, five and a half hours for one week. That's not that bad, actually. That's better than just having...
0: Especially for, I assume, how much their parents pay. And so.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But. More money, more problems.
1: Yeah, that's the, the structure right now for American soccer. So
0: Yeah, pay to play. but That's how we get these kids out in, in Europe playing I, so much.
1: I was talking to a coach right now. He was like, in Europe, you pay $600 for the whole year for your kid to play.
0: And I think even some academies will give you like a scholarship for that. Like or a grant.
1: Well, if you if you make it into like let's say Ajax Academy or any European team, it's free because the clubs fund the academy. Yeah. So you don't have to play, but you have to make it. Which
0: I mean makes sense because then you get to you get to eighteen years old and then you get sold to a different youth academy or to like a a B squad or to the first team of a different team and they make a bunch of money off of you. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: And. There's even laws in Germany. He was telling me that you know they have to subsidize the y- the youth squad, and that's for the whole state for the whole country. It's not even their own academy. They have to provide scholarships and teams around their area.
0: These Man. professional teams, way better structure than here. Oh yeah, so much better. Let's get it. Let's do it. Let's get it. All right. Welcome back to Goal Sided.
1: The intro, man, gets me every time. It
0: does, right? It just gets me go and gets the juices pumping. Gets us ready to talk some soccer. Oh. Um yeah, we got a we got a pretty packed show today. There's a good amount of stuff that happened over the weekend. We this is actually a short week for us. We usually do it on Thursdays. Yep. Bonserted it this week, so we Jeez. moved it up to Tuesday. So uh, but there's still more to talk about. I mean, kind of, uh, we didn't even get to everything Champions Conference, Europa League. Um, we got uh, the Mexican ad announced today for their next two uh, scrimmages. It is a it is a fecha FIFA, that it, so they are allowed to come and bring what should be hopefully the main squad. A whole bunch of drama came out of that.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's the usual.
0: Whole, yeah, the usual, right? A <laughs> uh, who's who of who's there. So we'll get into that um, Rama, I have a quote from a dude, um, David Medrano. I think he's in Azteca America on uh, some tea that he spilt about Funes Mori uh, being there for the team. Um, but yeah, Let's see I, if
1: your tea is the same as the tea I heard. OK, but, OK, we'll see that.
0: Um, but yeah, today Chivas is playing and currently. I'll just spoil it. Currently getting smacked three zero by Tigres. So, yeah, Damn. that's yeah, that's great. A lot of action across the league in MLS. I didn't get to see anyone because of the game and everything before, but a whole bunch of stuff going on. And I've been noticing MLS games have been getting crazy scorelines. Really? I mean, right now, Sporting Kansas City 3-0 over DC United. Houston 3-1 over New England.
1: And Mexico. Mexico. The Earthquakes got smacked, what, like
0: 7-0? 6-0 versus Cincinnati. Yeah, we can go over that in a bit too. Um yeah, let's, let's get right to it. I, I think we can start off right off the bat with the Mexico national team. Should we, we'll start off at that T. Yeah, go for it. So, uh, uh-huh. Arano, are you thinking the same thing?
1: Well, tell me the T because I heard it on Football Picante.
0: So, yeah, so when I saw it on tweet, it was that apparently this reporter, this analyst was confirming that Tata Martino has an agreement with The um, uh, Victor Manuel Vucetich and the Monterrey coaching staff about how to bring back Funes Mori from his injury that he currently has right now, and that apparently he uh, he they have an agreement to where Tata Martino will bring him back or uh, Vucetich will bring him back very slowly, and uh, even rest him before uh, these upcoming scrimmages so that he can then start playing in these scrimmages and not risk re-injuring with Monterrey.
1: Okay, yeah. That's kind of what I heard. Yeah. I heard that basically Vucetich and Tata told Vucetich, hey, if he's not at 100% ready for the Atlas game this weekend, don't even... Yeah, don't play him. Don't play him. I'll take him from there. I'll just take him so he can finish his um his injury getting better with us. Yeah like his recovery. So, yeah. Yeah his recovery. So he's ready for to play for us. Yeah. At the Mexico Games. And that just when we heard that, that automatically told me that he's
0: convocado. He's, he's, he's going to the World Cup.
1: A hundred percent.
0: And it broke the hearts of everyone. Yep. Cause
1: well, they also brought up another good point. Um they said the list of convocados, how many you can take to the World Cup. I think uh, um, an additional three players from the past World Cups. Mm -hmm. So they're saying that um, based on the numbers, they can take actually all four, which is Funes Mori, Raul Jimenez, El Bebesote.
0: El Bebote Jimenez, Jimenez, and Henry Martin.
1: And And they're all on fire. Yeah. Well, actually, Raul Jimenez is still coming back from an injury. Um, And then Funes Funes Mori Mori
0: was doing well before. Yeah. Because at the beginning of the season, it was him, Bebote, and um, Henry Martin that were, like, the top three goal scorers yeah. after a couple of weeks. So, in fairness, he was doing very well. Um, and, yeah, but the th- the thing is, I, I don't know if those extra players that they can bring if they are alternates or if they're, like, on the squad.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Um,
0: the interesting thing would be... If they are either alternates or they're just like kind of one of those players that like have zero chance of playing.
1: Kind of like the red shirt at college. Yeah.
0: Well, there's always the guys on the bench at the World Cup that just, they're basically long for the ride, right? Yeah. That would mean that either Henry Martin or Chaquito Bebote are that. Yeah. Which is, which would be very, very sad.
1: Yeah. Because they're all, they all deserve it. Yeah. Especially the. I
0: mean, they're pushing.
1: Henry Martin um, and
0: Jimenez. Yeah, uh, definitely. Henry Martin's scoring week or, week after week in America. Uh, Chiquito Jimenez is scoring in bunches for Feyenoord yeah. in a, in a very good league. Um, and he scored and, in the
1: in the Europa League. He scored. Yeah,
0: and then he came back the weekend. He scored another one.
1: No, I think it's the Europa League.
0: But no, they're in conference, I believe. Uh, no, actually, Feyenoord is triple check me.
1: Europa League, bro, because...
0: They're in Europa. Put yeah. some respect on their name. Come on, man. They're in Europa.
1: Yeah, they lost against Lazio 4-1. to um, When was it? September 8th,
0: Thursday. Cool. Uh, so, we'll go over that. Uh, maybe I'll run through the list of the players that they got called up, yeah? So, uh, this was just released today. There's 31 players. My understanding before was that you could have 26 total.
1: Okay. Well, we'll have to double-check that because I thought it was 28.
0: It, it might have gotten increased now. That was just on a straight-up Google search of mine earlier. Oh, okay. Um, but they're changing rules for everything in this fucking World Cup, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um,
1: FIFA don't even know what's up.
0: Right. I could see it being 26 or 28 and then the alternates, right? There's 31 called up okay. in this team here. Um, First off, you got three keepers. Yeah, Cota, big surprise. Yeah. I'll come back to that. Guillermo Ochoa and Alfredo Talavera. Not really any surprises there. No. Um, I'll go through all of them before we start calling stuff out. Kevin Alvarez from Pachuca. Angulo from Tigres. Néstor Araujo from America. Gerardo Ortega from Genk. Uh, Gallardo from Monterrey. Héctor Moreno from Monterrey. Cesar Montes from Monterrey. Goddamn. The whole damn Monterrey back line. For real. Jorge Sanchez from Ajax. Johan Vasquez from Cremonese in Italy. Edson Alvarez from Ajax. Raul Alvar- uh, Roberto Alvarado from Las Chivas. Uriel Antuna, Cruz Azul. Inene Beltran from Chivas. Luis Chavez from Pachuca. Love that. Guardado from Betis. Uh, Gutierrez from PSV. HH from Dynamo. Diego Laines from Braga. Uh, Orbelin Pineda from uh, from AEK Athens Charlie Rodriguez from Cruz Azul Luis Romo from Monterrey Eric Sanchez and Chiquito Sanchez from Pachuca Funes Mori from Monterrey North Raul Jimenez from Wolverhampton uh, Chucky Lozano from Napoli Henry Martin from America and Alexis Vega from Guadalajara cool. what what stands out to you first
1: the uh, uh, Gallardo, Moreno, Cota.
0: <laughs> just start listing. I just, there, back, back so, at you, it so you're saying there's, there's some people there that shouldn't be there. There's yeah. like a, you got a little list.
1: Yeah, I got a list. I got Cota, I think should be swapped for, um, the Santos goalkeeper. Acevedo. Acevedo. Um, even if you don't play him, Cota is already, what, like 31 years old. You got Acevedo who's 26. Um, Acevedo can be there. Your third keeper. He's a good goalie. He's a good up and coming goalie. I know twenty six is a bit older, but goalies can play up until like Ochoa is like thirty eight or something like that. 36. Can I surprise you with something? Yeah with thirty
0: five.
1: Oh see. You so they don't is.
0: have a single goalkeeper under the age of thirty five.
1: And then ta- so Talavera and Ochoa are older.
0: Yeah, Talavera's thirty six or thirty seven. Yeah.
1: I mean Ochoa I still think he should be the starting goalkeeper. Talavera's
0: thirty nine. Yeah, wow. There you go. Jesus. Um, Yeah,
1: not even playing for a top club. He's playing for FC Juarez.
0: Yeah. But, that. yeah, that's the thing. You're not looking towards the future. Yeah. You're going to go into the next World Cup and hope that Ochoa is still there. Yeah. Or put one of these guys that are not going to be any younger. Yeah.
1: All because ellos ellos empezaron el códigos entre los que no podemos romper like bro you are gonna tell me códigos
0: de what like
1: that's all he said in an interview
0: they like, got like a bro code in the yeah. damn selección or something
1: yeah you started the selección with me when I got brought here and that's why Gallardo's there that's why Cota's there that's why
0: the thing that I it's just I like, I mean I know they have internal politics and all this stuff and they have probably agreements they're made sponsorships and stuff yeah, and, and just agreements between the players with the coach, right? And, and that's probably why he brings the Gallardos. He brought Katem, who took somebody's shot, right? Um, but at the same time, from a federation, you need to have the best sporting community that you represent, right? They represent the Mexican soccer community. And there is a lot of um, just like people that are upset at what's going on with some of these call-ups and uh, it makes me think that either they don't have any pull with this coach that he has the full reins and he's bringing whoever he wants or that they're somehow in cahoots and believe that they are the best players but as a federation that guy can the coach got that can leave at any moment and he most likely will leave right after the world cup yeah. even though he says that he wants to renew or whatever and that they want to renew him but what are you looking forward to the next world cup you're going to if you do go young you're going to bring a kid that didn't even go to a world cup when he had the chance to at least go and experience that stress the excitement the drama the everything the practices the ups and downs to mm-hmm. be a leader the next time
1: and that's exactly what happened with Andres Guardado. It's a perfect yeah, yeah. example. Yeah. He came in at 18 to the World Cup, 20, 2006 Germany. And ever since then, he's been a star and a leader. And he's been captain of this um, squad.
0: I saw a little uh, uh, Instagram video, like a little anecdote that he said that he, like the first game that he put him in, he like messed up. Mm-hmm. And that he uh, was walking in the locker room after the game. And uh, uh, Ricardo Ricardo La Volpe went up to him and was like straight up just like looked at him and was like No sirves para nada, or eres malo or something. Yeah. And he's like that that tore him apart. But that I, I, he uh, Ramon Morales was yeah. next to him mm-hmm. and he was like D- like don't pay attention to him like do prove him wrong. And he said that that like motivated him to be like all right I need to fucking turn it on That's for smart. the next World Cup or for my club and then for my country. Uh, so and, I I just thought that was super interesting.
1: Yeah, and, and that year after the World Cup, he went to Deportivo La Coruña, and he had another of those challenges because his team went to the second division. Yeah. And it's like, you got to prove yourself again. And ever since then, it seemed like this guy has always proven himself. But it's for because of experiences like that. Yeah. Because of coaches who allow these youngsters to go and experience and really... Um, so they can bring out the best of themselves. Yeah. And Cota is not young. Talavera is not young.
0: That's The coaches are setting themselves up, the federation is setting themselves up for the next World Cup to have either a 39-year-old, a 40-plus-year-old 40, a 40 in either of the other two, mm-hmm. or a young player that another coach brings in as part of a new process that's never seen the field that a World Cup, never seen that intensity. And either of those are very scary options. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so enough of keeps because I think the rest of them are fine. Ochoa is fine. And then your backup has to be of experience. That's why, like, I love Acevedo. But, like, I think Talavera is a good second because he is really solid. And uh, if Ochoa gets injured, the first person in, I think, should be someone of experience. And then it should be somebody who, like, is killing it but hasn't proven at a world stage yet. Um, yeah, but yeah, quota is not that. Yeah. Um, what else you got? You said Gallardo.
1: I did. Ser Gallardo and Hector Moreno.
0: Hector Moreno.
1: I mean, same thing. He's been um, in Spain. He's played in Spain for a really long time. He played, I think, in Germany. Yeah, he played in Germany. In Germany, and then um,
0: played a PSV too.
1: Uh, I think so. Yes, he yeah. did with Guardado, um, and he's been to plenty of World Cups, but. You got. You need to let another center back in there mm-hmm. because you already have Araujo, who's been to a, a World Cup, and Cesar Montes was at the last World Cup he played, but he was there. Mm-hmm. So you need. Um, you need to leave your, your spot or leave Gallardo and take someone else. But you can't take both.
0: Yeah, so you're saying. One of the and uh, the left side is uh, Araujo. No, he's on the right side. What side does Araujo play? Um, The dude from LA Galaxy. Uh, Right side. He plays on the right side. So on the left side, it was... The starter's gonna be Arteaga. Yeah.
1: See, that's the thing. So you you can take the guy from LA Galaxy, Araujo. And then if Arteaga gets injured, then you just switch...
0: Jorge Sanchez.
1: Jorge Sanchez and put... Yeah, but it's probably
0: not... It's not ideal. That that seems like a very process-driven person. Mm -hmm. And I have people on the left side There are people on the right side find their for their spots. Got it. And so like, yeah. it's a, probably a worst case scenario to use Jorge Sanchez on a different side. <laughs> um, But yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as long as, as long as he doesn't come out of the woodwork and starts Gallardo or Arteaga, I think it should be fine. Yeah. It would have been sick to get somebody uh, different than Gallardo, but I mean, the the starting back line looks to be Gallardo. Or not, goddamn, I would kill myself. Uh, <laughs> Art, Artiaga on the left, Jorge Sanchez on the right, uh-huh. and then either a combination of Nestor Araujo with Johan Sanchez, or uh-huh. I'm gonna say this Cesar Montes and Nestor Araujo because yeah. I don't, Tata hasn't been playing Johan Vasquez very much, right? Yeah. Which is a which is scary because yeah. he didn't play him while he was at his top moment with Genoa. Mm-hmm. And now he doesn't play with the new team. He hasn't yeah. been getting a lot of minutes. So, I mean, by Tata standards, by Tata uh, train of thought, I would think he would not start him. I, think I, I would love Vasquez and Cesar Montes.
1: Yeah, yeah. But uh, we go back to the same thing. We have an experience issue. Um, because I feel like when you do have a center back, you do need that leader. And I think um, Araujo per, fits that role. And if you're going to take Hector Moreno, then just like minus one.
0: But that's the tough thing. I think one of my biggest arguments overall is that this team is probably lacking those leaders at their top moment, like we've had in the Parques at his top moment yeah. with Andres Guardado at his top moment, Hector Herrera when he was at his top moment, Carlos Vela, Chicharito yeah all these players in top and their top moments in past world cups
1: and yeah, because
0: I, I to be honest with you seeing this up and down i think Edson Alvarez is going to have an amazing world cup i, I really think he's going to so. tear it up but i'm scared that he's going to have too many roles to fill um and i'm uh i'm i, I I think it might be very possible that he's going to play like kind of like how he does with um, Ajax, especially today against a really good side, mm-hmm. where he has to really, really drop in as a, as an almost pull right. Yeah, you're going to play at Argentina. You're going to do the same exact thing, where you're going to have to drop back, but they're also going to need you there to block the middle for Messi for um, Los Chels or whoever the hell's running in through the middle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be. She's just going to get overworked. I think, yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting because either pairing with him, it's going to be Guardado Herrera, which is going to be rough. Yeah. Or Eric Gutierrez, who uh, is box to box, but they're.
1: He's really, he's very slow.
0: But he's slow. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. I still don't see anybody on here that can play one of those three mid positions with them. That's the creative one.
1: Uh, exactly the
0: the one that I can see, which I'm excited for. I hope he tears it up this World Cup. I hope he gets a chance. is Charlie Rodriguez,
1: but he's your creative. Um, you need. I feel like Edson Alvarez is that center defensive mid. That's yeah. That's so you need right one in front of the defenders.
0: Yeah. So the way that I see it, you need th- three different roles. You need one that's center defensive. You need one that is more your transition en- out.
1: Your engine, right?
0: Yeah, an engine that transitions you out. And then you, because Edson is like a destroyer. Mm-hmm. And then you need a, a person that can connect these three mids to the forwards. Yeah. Because if not, you'll have Tecatito trying to do his freaking crazy. Oh, he's out for this World Cup. Yeah, RIP. Um, You'll have oh, Diego right. Linus <laughs> getting a long ball. And then he has to juke two to get a shot on goal. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, you have Chucky has to get it run through to do it. Or you have Raul Jimenez trying to get it with his back against the goal.
1: There's no real and, connection. And there's no between connection. The lines.
0: And that happens because Guardado's not at the speed anymore. Herrera's slower and he's not super creative. Mm-hmm. And then edson is, Edson's edson been killing it, but he's a six. To give you an example, back.
1: Last, season, last World Cup you had Edson. And then you had Héctor Herrera, Herrera in a really good moment. And then you had Carlos Vela.
0: Mm-hmm. Right now, we Guardado was also four years he younger, and he, so he, he was still doing really well.
1: Yeah, but now we have no real midfielder,
0: and that's the thing. So, I think the last World Cup they played pretty similar, but it was Vela, um, Vela and uh, Chuki, uh-huh. and Tecatito kind of got screwed because Vela was there, right? Yeah, but Vela was that connection
1: that creative. Yeah. Movement.
0: And I think Diego Linus can be that connection. He does it in the games where he's on a side, but he goes to the middle mm-hmm. and then he kind of works out, mm-hmm. which is sick. And you kind of lose that corner, but like, that's like having three forwards. If you, you lose three players, they stay up top, right? Yeah. There needs to be someone that connects that. It can be either Charlie from the mid forward, or it can be Diego Linus from the forward a little bit back to help us move to help the whole team just kind of function better forward. Um, so, I'm excited to see what happens there. I, with that said, I think Diego Linus probably will take that spot that the Catito left because I think it's between him or.
1: I think Alexis Vega has a good shot if he picks it up a little bit. Yeah, I just think like Diego or sorry, uh, Linus is, is Linus, a bit yeah. too yeah Diego Linus is a bit too frail for me. He doesn't have that confidence.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, hopefully he gets it a Braga, right? Yeah. He'd, and then
1: for Alexis Vega, I just feel like he's more of like a workhorse.
0: He has more sometimes a, he's a little bit slow at like at a top level if he plays against tougher teams.
1: That's where probably
0: going to Europe would have helped him. Yeah. Um. But. But you know. And I always loved Diego Linus as a, a sub off the bench. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the first games against against Polonia. It's gonna be it's gonna be a very good test to and see what these guys got.
1: The Polish had a really good game, a really good Champions League uh, last round, and their yeah. players are killing it. Yeah,
0: their <laughs> players are killing it. Watch out for that Mexico um, four. Yeah, I think he can come off the bench and really help out. He has one of the best left foots I've freaking seen. In uh, tiros Libres, oh, yeah, um, any through ball, any ball over the top. Dude is a freaking monster, and I'm super excited to see him. Um, Who else did you say shouldn't be here?
1: I think every other one is, is, I understand why. But it's just, for me, the biggest one is Gallardo and Romo. Yeah. Just because I feel like he really wants to be, he wants Romo to be that guy that we're talking about.
0: And Romo has been doing better. Monterrey's doing better as a whole, and he is kind of the engine there. It has been kind of a letdown from what we expected him to be, right?
1: From his first season and a half.
0: Like Yeah, when he was with Chris Asud, right? Yeah. You, um but now do you have some names that should be here that should have gotten shot that should have been into taken into consideration? Um
1: not off the top of my head to be honest. I
0: have a couple um that like I've seen people be upset about on online, like on Twitter and stuff. Acevedo, we said, yeah. Marcelo Flores is not on there. I don't know about that one. It's an interesting one, though, right? Yeah, it's a hot topic.
1: It goes back to what we talked about. I feel like people are saying, "Oh, take him for the ride." Yeah, Um, but he's a kid. Like
0: it's he, Andrés Guardado. When they took him as a kid, was scoring monster goals with Atlas. Mm -hmm. He was out the door to Europe. Yeah, this kid is in Europe, is on loan. Mm-hmm. Didn't break through to the first squad at Arsenal, and he's not doing extraordinary
1: in the second division of Spain.
0: In the second division of Spain, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, I think Tata gotta get out of jail free from people from the crowd. If you would have stayed at the Arsenal academy, I feel like you would have been more pressured. Like, just take the Arsenal kid, take yeah. the Ar- him in the second division Spain team, and they're like, "Oh, this kid's got a lot more to learn." Yeah. And he's not gonna help us beat Argentina and get to a, a fifth game, right? Yeah. Um, we also got. I think this one's a good one. Are you Córdoba.
1: Oh, I was thinking of him. I was thinking of him, but I think he's done too little, too late.
0: Yeah, it's I, interesting.
1: I know he did good against. Um, who did they beat? Who did Tigres beat when he scored that banger free kick?
0: Oh, last week, right? Yeah, last week. They played against... Ch- uh, now I was the to say Chibos. uh Toluca. Yeah. Yeah, um, he did score a banger free kick. And, and he tore it up the whole damn game. Yeah,
1: but it's just... It's kind of too late for me. It's, it's, uh, it's sad to say that it's yeah. too late.
0: Because it really should be you take the bet. Yeah. But it's...
1: But with... I yeah. don't know if I want to... You know, take the risk with him.
0: True. This is a reach... But your Emilio Lara. Emilio Lara, the oh, the yeah, outside yeah. back from America. Um, he only went to one game scrimmage, right? And he he went in. He did fine. For who? With La Selección de México.
1: I know, but who would you take out?
0: Would you? Take oh no! Out? I'm just saying. I'm just telling you the people <laughs> that are trending. Goddamn, no, come at me like that, <laughs> <laughs> Omar. Who would you? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, mean, he would be. Like a, a sub he would be the backup to Jorge Sanchez because he's on the right, right? Yes. But he plays center back too. But he flexes from America out wide. Yeah. Um, I mean I don't think uh, there's anyone to take out yeah, there. I like I mean if he if he had shown a lot more earlier, let's say for like could have maybe taken out Gallardo if he could flex on the other side. But like in a center back spot, they would never take that kid because he's totally unproven. Yeah, very good player by me for the future, right? Very that's why there's prospects. That's why there's young squads.
1: And then, um, what about uh, Sendejas? <laughs> 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 I feel like he's more of a shout than Lala. Sendejas, the way you, the way he plays, mm-hmm. I feel like would be. A lot more beneficial for the Mexican squad than the right back position.
0: Yeah, because because uh, they need they Mexico has plenty of outside backs. Yeah, right now they don't have creative players, explosive players, goal scorers from positions that aren't naturally goal scorers. Yeah, and that has his a right wing uh, or outside wing that has that goal. Um, so yeah, there's a short a shortage on that but I, I feel like this drama for your mama that that's been coming up lately that we talked we talked about it last episode yeah
1: right?
0: we did yeah i feel like that threw him under the bus yeah i saw some people putting on twitter that like um burhalter should call him for the na- us national team Para que se, le quita el tata. Para que se le quita la verga la federacion mexicana um, the us men's national team comes out tomorrow oh we'll see about so that so we'll, we we'll, we can talk about Who that in the next playing? episode US because is
1: Mexico's playing Colombia and they're playing one other Paraguay. team. Paraguay. Oh yeah. no, they already played Paraguay. Oh yeah, that was they lost. Yeah, they're playing one other team other than um uh, I think they might be playing Peru. Uh
0: the US plays Japan on the twenty third and then they play Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia plays Mexico, so Oh. Hopefully they give it to him. Yeah. It's going to be, imagine how scary it would be if Saudi Arabia kills the U.S. Oh, yeah. I would freaking, be I would cry.
1: Uh, Mexico plays Peru Saturday, September 24th, and then Colombia and Santa Clara Saturday, uh, Tuesday, September 27th,
0: which you're going to, right? We'll be right there. Shai. We're going to be screaming, fuera, ta, ta. <laughs> oh,
1: you don't need a banner? Do you need a banner? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and,
0: oh, one of those, quiero novia, toxica, yeah. oh, my girlfriend killed me. Um, the last one that I see called out a lot has been going, is no longer there. Rodolfo Pizarro. Oh, yeah. I'm glad he's not there. <laughs> That's yeah. like a little bit of a common sense from Tata, huh?
1: Yeah. He finally le cayola el 20. I know. He
0: he saw our tweets. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, I mean, this is kind of close to the best that they got. So yeah. let's see. Let's see what they do. Um, There's a lot of people kind of excusing their performance against Paraguay because it was the local kids, right? It was all Liga Mekis players. So now they're going to play against a pretty similar Peru mm-hmm. and then a pretty similar Colombia. They were all out of the World Cup. None of them made it. Yeah. Um, so let's see what they got with this team. I, I They're doing because Tata has been talking about this whole process. I don't... If they've been playing like they have the last six months or the past year and a half, basically, I, I'm really, really waiting to see what they got. People, yeah, that's okay. why they got all these dudes coming, okay. all the big names.
1: So then Colombia will have a stacked squad too.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't even want to see Luis Diaz. Oh, yeah. Luis Diaz. This World Cup. What else you got? What else you got?
1: Uh, for the Mexican national team, I think.
0: Uh lit um, We could stay on the topic. Santi Jimenez has been scoring like a freaking monster.
1: Yeah, he's a scoring machine.
0: Do you, uh, he scored, he has four goals and one assist in five games with Feyenoord. All of them off the bench, I believe.
1: Yeah, he scored, uh, this past Sunday against Sparta Rotterdam, um, for their 3
0: 0 win. Well, um, I think I had Renz by you before. Uh, what Do you think he could do it as a starter? Or do you think he is a um, a very good player off of the bench? Uh, and I say that because there's a lot of arguments for people saying you ought to start the best player in the moment, which right now for Mexico, I think is Santiago Jimenez. But I... A lot of people are saying like, oh, well, he hasn't started in the game and then made that difference from minute one until he gets subbed out or until the end of the game, right? He comes in and he's that game changer. But if he's going to take Ron Jimenez's spot, he has to do it all, full 90 or however much he plays. Yeah. What, what do you think? Do you think he he'll, he's going to get starts before the World Cup? North has to put him in with the, the rate that he's playing?
1: Yeah. I thought that was what you were asking me, but in terms of Mexico, I do only see him as coming off the bench, as being that rebusivo, you know, making trying to make a change, um, because you know at the World Cup, it's más difícil. I feel like i have never played, but <laughs> I feel like it's <laughs> más difícil. It's more difficult to start the game because you know you're you learn from each other very few minutes, very first minutes. Um, from If you're a defender, you learn from the forward what he's doing. Um, and then if you keep up that whole game and then you get a, all of a sudden a, a sub, you get a, this new um, forward that you got to defend, it's easier for him to make that difference. And I do see Chiquito coming in and making that difference for
0: Mexico at the World Cup. Chicharito did that 2010.
1: Yeah, he, he did that against Korea, South Korea.
0: Against France too.
1: And oh, 2010, yeah, you're right. Yeah, against
0: 2010, France. he uh, he came off the bench against France, they were 0 0, and then he had that break on huh. and he scored the goal on the through ball. And, yeah, yeah, and the yeah, that France team, that France team was good, but I, they were like tore up because of all that drama with Karim Benzema that year, right? With, Val, with Valbuena, I don't, I don't remember, he wasn't on the team, they had Puma and El Cado.
1: Gignac was there
0: guignac came in as a sub i remember that interesting and then he went on to love mexico
1: yeah and it's interesting too because um it's that world well they weren't even champions but they did bad yeah. after finishing group seventh. stages in that one in, in the 2010 yeah yeah
0: but they and, were uh yeah uh your boy cuatemoc scored the 2-0 yeah, isn't that wild that in 2010 he was still playing like i didn't even put two and two together two and two together back then like that was old yeah, uh, he was old by the he time I watched scored a him. PK and put it straight in the corner. Well, I remember. He was already
1: playing the World Cup uh, in 1998, the year after I was born. God damn. Prime. I was watching his highlights the other day. I was watching uh, him scoring against Real Madrid, a free kick with Mallorca. Oh, shoot.
0: Yeah. Dang, I do. Uh, yeah, it's starting to come back to me. His physique is probably the worst of a soccer player I've ever yeah. seen in my life, but... If you see his highlights or if you watch his game back in the day, the dude had movement. Oh, yeah. The dude, he knew how to move the ball that would, like, help him not need to be, like, the He's fastest or the best. But he he was fast. Yeah. He was
1: I, fast, but he would, like, run in a weird, awkward you, way that yeah. would kind of make him seem slower. But still, like, he, he played with his mind, and he knew where to pass, when yeah. to pass.
0: And that's where, like, a lot of people say, like, that generation had Bojo Batista. They had him. They had all these players that, that had Valencia, that.
1: Valencia, Ramosito Morales. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. All these dudes were very, 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 very thoughtful players. Intentional players. And half of them didn't leave Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, a lot of people say that's what... That's the scarcity that we have right now, right? It's the... In my opinion, it's what been, what's been exported to um the imported players is that creativity and stuff yeah. so and another interesting fact lack.
1: is um <clears throat> uh, Hugo Sanchez never did well in la selección mexicana oh, but you know. he killed it in Madrid both Atletico and Real Madrid he was like the beast yeah but he could never do anything for la selección mexicana
0: and there and and then he's running his mouth on... ESPN Deportes, the yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> they he's call him, that, a,
1: a, he's the one that says, "Yo, there's no way there could be a a foreigner being the manager for the Mexican national team. There has to be yeah. a Mexican running the Mexican national team." I mean,
0: he says that because he wants to do it.
1: Well, he's. I can name you five players, five coaches before me that should be there, and then, and then Manolo puente said the same thing.
0: Yeah but i i feel like it's
1: it it's it's a weird it's like, a it's
0: a weird touchy area but countless countries have done well with non-domestic coaches. Yeah. Because not always is the best coach in the world that you're trying to get. You you're always trying to get the best coach po- possible, right? right and right, it's right. not always domestic.
1: Joachim Löw with Germany. Yeah. Where's he from? Germany.
0: Oh, yeah, you're telling me domestic coaches. Yeah. yeah. And I then, mean, there's always very good coaches that you can get. Yeah. But, I mean, but if you have Carlo Ancelotti available for the Mexican national team, you're not going to take him? That's true. That's true. Versus uh, Chet Laño from Chivas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, Miguel Herrera did really well with this shitty-ass team.
0: Yeah. Miguel Herrera is very good at his tactics, and he makes his team run like freaking crazy yeah he's a very good coach the one that i really like is uh guillermo armada from pachuca mm-hmm. they're they're crazy winning is he games mexican? no he's argentinian oh, okay.
1: oh. i mean but anyways but i mean
0: okay. mexican coaches if they went domestic you would want pio herrera back
1: if they went domestic I'd, he'd probably be my first or second choice
0: i like jimmy lozano yeah because he did well with the with the um uh, or were the U23s? Yeah, the Olympic squad. Yeah, it took them to bronze to uh silver? Bronze. Oh yeah, they lost. Yeah, yeah, they lost against Brazil and then they played against in Korea. Or?
1: Japan, they played again. Japan for the third place.
0: Yeah. I th- I thought he did good. He's doing pretty good with what he has in Nekaxa. Yeah. But I mean outside of that, what what do you got? I mean Javier yeah. Aguirre again. I mean or you test out Rafa Marquez.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot. I need to check up to see how he's doing.
0: Barcelona B. I mean, I'm I'm sure they're not doing bad at all. (laughs) Um, But, like.
1: That's the hot thing that they had. I think it's
0: a very. It's a short list. I don't think there's.
1: There's too many there.
0: I don't think there's too many to name. I mean, getting smacked at the beginning of the season. Yeah. After failing in Spain. Yeah. With Huesca. Yeah. In second division. Was it second division? Actually, it might not be the second division. I don't know. But now they're playing the best soccer, I think, best looking soccer in Mexico. They have the highest percentage uh, possession in Toluca, um, but they still lose yeah. every once in a while. They're they're, they're doing all right. Yeah, they're the
1: top half of the table.
0: Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. They're
1: they extra. got,
0: um, what's that? Fernando Navarro. No, the young... Muslim. Where's he from? Oh, uh, Marcel Ruiz.
1: Marcel Ruiz. He was in
0: One player Spain. I would love to have on the freaking national team. Uh, yeah. He's not from... It's, are no, you no. saying he's Spanish? No, or I'm that he saying went I to think Spain?
1: he went to Spain to like a
0: tryout or to play for a bit. Maybe. A lot of these youth kids from the Mexican team, they go and give it a shot, right? A
1: lot of Pachuca players, a lot of um, Queretaro and Puebla players usually go.
0: I think he came out and of Queretaro. Yeah, he did come out of Queretaro. Right. Went, to, went to Los Cholos de Tijuana and then came over here. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, him and you know, they kind of look alike to me. Marcel Ruiz and uh, Jordi Cortizo from Puebla. Two really good. I mean, uh, like center attacking mids, almost center, like pure center mids mm-hmm. that I would love to get more time in the national team and they attack too they they score some goals yeah yeah and they're young man come on give them a shot how how old is marcel like 21 19 21 21 um Jordi cortizo with uh, with puebla is like uh he's 26 i think what uh 26 already yeah he's a little older yeah 26 he's still good i mean yeah luis chavez is there he's 25 26 i mean Damn.
1: But we're taking
0: 26 years old
1: Hector Moreno
0: and HH. Oh, man. That's the that's rough thing. You watch any champions today?
1: <clears throat> um, I was watching Ajax versus Liverpool when they were tied. I watched a little bit of Barcelona. Barcelona had a lot of good chances in the first half. Yeah, Lewandowski like, missed two clear cut, and then Pe- uh, Pedri missed another one. So if Lewandowski
0: was just doing his homies, yeah, he's like one more, one time for the one time.
1: In the group chat, they were like, "Hey, don't screw me, bro." Do
0: you see him and uh, him and Mueller didn't like shake hands? Who? Uh, Thomas Mueller.
1: Oh, they had, they got some beef, right?
0: I don't think they had beef. I think it, it was like the joking, like um, like uh, yeah, I'm not gonna shake your hand before the game type thing. <laughs> but um. Uh, I saw a tweet that like Thomas Mueller was saying like that he, that he would like w- he's like wishing him the best of luck in life but not in this game or yeah. something like that.
1: Not for no Robert
0: Lewandowski in this <laughs> game. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, Barcelona had more possession. Yeah, they had more shots. But yeah, I didn't watch the game, but um, in the first one of my half, coworkers saw it.
1: I did and see, uh, what's his name, Davies. Alfonso Davies, Alfonso the Davies PK, right? Running down the
0: line that left wing. Did you see the like con- controversial foul in the box? No, I, I didn't I, see the second half. I don't remember who he fouled, maybe Rafinha or someone.
1: Him and Rafinha were going at it. Yeah.
0: It was Davies is a fucking monster, He's man. a beast, man. Like as a I f- guys out of this world how much he runs down the line and he was a steal for Bayern Munich.
1: Oh yeah. Like that's Imagine crazy.
0: Getting a kid from the MLS and he like immediately becomes one of the best wingers in the world.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Like he fit perfectly into that Bayern Munich squad.
0: Yeah. I mean, out of
1: Vancouver, um originally from Ghana.
0: Mhm. So it's crazy his story too. And yeah, and now he's just terrorizing Mexico and the US in the oh, yeah. CONCACAF. Um And wait until you see him
1: at the World Cup.
0: Yeah. I'm excited to see some of these young players like explode there and like really make a name for themselves. Yeah. I mean, everyone, I feel like everyone got a big taste of Alfonso Davies when he did that play against Semedo when he was a Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Do you remember he did, he like ran down the line, He like faced Semedo, middle, who's like the right back. And he did like a little, like a little shake and bake. Oh, and then yeah. he took him straight down the line and he like kind of chopped at it. And I, th- I, I forgot who tapped it in. I think it was, like, Kimich or somebody in the middle. But, like, uh, yeah, d- dude is a freaking monster. And yeah. He's going to tear it up at the World Cup. Even if Canada loses, he'll still get, like, a goal or two. Or something. Yeah.
1: I feel like Can- Canada is everybody's, like, white horse. Oh, yeah. That they want them to do good. We just don't know if they're going to do good because, you know.
0: I mean, yeah. Maybe their their team looks good. Ostakio is doing well at Porto. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan Davies is killing it. Alil, uh, um, uh, uh, yeah. If they can get a couple extra players like Tejon Buchanan, who's that Club if, Bruges, if they if l- they, c- they lost
1: today, huh?
0: They, no, they smacked Porto four zero. Bruges, yeah, Club Bruges. So who did Inter beat? They beat oh, um. oh, who did they beat? Inter beat Victoria Plzen. Oh. The team that Barcelona beat, that everyone was, the, everyone was making those memes saying that, that like, like a
1: beer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what memes? They're making memes that like this team is not gonna make it out alive because no. they're gonna play against. They got smacked by Barcelona. They lost 2-0 against Inter. They're gonna next. Bayern. They get Bayern.
1: Watch for the upset, bro. Watch oh, dude, it.
0: I I thought the upset was gonna be against Barcelona. Oh. Their first Champions League game with this like. Un, really untested squad, yeah, but they they came out on top.
1: Barcelona's getting better,
0: slowly. Yeah, they're pretty solid, but I mean Lewandowski's got to show up in Champions. Yeah, he got they gotta, nervous. They got to make up that money. They got they they can't get knocked out in group stages. They have to I make the money. Will. I mean, right now they're not too, looking too hot. What are they there? They're
1: at three points, level with Inter.
0: Level with Inter, but they already played Victoria. So, so they no, now, now they play face-to-face.
1: Yeah. Winner takes goes to the next round. Jeez. Gets an extra, like, 200K.
0: Zeko is going to score a Hattie? Or
1: is uh, Inter... The, do they have a... How do you say Lautauro.
0: Yeah, he, he came off the bench. Damn, they probably kind of, like... Low-key were like, hey, we're good. You don't have to play. <laughs> but, yeah, they... They got him. They got Correa, the Argentino, Joaquin Correa. They, they got Mkhitaryan. Oh, that was older. Yeah, I feel like they had Varela.
1: Varela. Um, But Sporting beat Tondham, 3-0? 2-0. Yeah.
0: That was wild. That was an upset. Interesting. Did you see um, Alcantara, the... Or, or Alcantar and the little the young kid from Necaxa is with Sporting. Oh, is he? Yeah, he was like the, the captain for uh, that U twenty team that like that like royally messed up and ruined it for the World Cup U twenty World Cup oh, and okay. for the Olympics. Um, and yeah, he got bought by Sporting. He's on their B squad, mm. but he is registered for the Champions League and was. Practice, he didn't get called up to the game today. Oh, okay. but he's, I feel like he's like right at the cusp. But yeah, Tottenham messing up in champions. Conte, yeah, he maybe his adrenaline's down now that uh, after the handshake, now that Tukel's out, he uh, doesn't have that push, he doesn't have that push to prove it. I mean. Every team in England has a little bit of a break right now to get their shit together, right? Yeah. R.I.P. the Queen. R.I.P. the Queen. Um,
1: Long live the king. <laughs> not even British, bro. I'm just.
0: Did I'm you see all the the Bayern Munich fans held up flyer uh, like a huge banner that said like, uh, "Your games get." delayed or postponed and you even get match bans or something all for your dead royalty or something like that and i was like god damn!"
1: well we can get into that but i mean the royal people were they're crazy how much money they got and true how many countries they were in but true true oh yeah club rouge beat porto four to zero that's crazy but beppe couldn't save them
0: I mean Porto's been doing pretty good. That's kinda yeah. wild that's up like that.
1: Porto's got uh, oh no they no, lost both of their Porto, games. yeah. So they lost
0: against Atletico de Madrid, right? Those three goals. Yeah.
1: Gee, that's tough. Chelsea plays tomorrow.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be wild. What do you think about um Liverpool? You said you were watching uh, it, right? Yeah.
1: Um it was it was just tough. Tough for Ajax. They had they were trying to go for the counter attack, but they just got overloaded. Um I saw um Alvarez doing a lot of that going back to center def- Yeah, and some kept dropping
0: back because I feel like they were just like, dude, like these fuckers are good. We gotta yeah. like chill. We gotta like secure in the back Liverpool, and then counter.
1: Liverpool still got Mo Salah. He's good. Liverpool yeah. still got Luis Diaz. Um so I saw probably like thirty minutes of the second half and liverpool just on ajax
0: they also i mean the game-winning goal was joel matip yeah on that header and that dude's like freaking that dude's like off a corner yeah
1: damn liverpool got hella corners then
0: that dude's
1: 6-5 matip is 6-5 yeah what, what are you gonna the? do with
0: that like dog if that what fool wants to hell? score on the corner he's gonna score on the damn <laughs> corner
1: that was been top level as a 65 as a center. He's a center back.
0: Yeah. He's playing Damn. the wrong sport. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Have you been seeing all the hate about uh TAA, Trent Alexander-Arnold?
1: Oh, yeah. Ar- yeah, the minutes I saw him, he was doing pretty well.
0: People was, are but you've seen the hate on online. Yeah. People have been putting together highlights of like the past like 10, 15 goals. And a good amount of them he gets like eaten up like a little triangle pass. And he doesn't do that little effort that as a defender, you know, just to close an angle. Right. He just kind of lets it go through. There was even one where like he got beat down the line, like going to goal. And he like ended up going into the goal, like just running over running. And the player didn't even shoot at goal. He passed it back and got it. The other dude got a tap in and TA was just like in the goal, just like, ah, it's over when he could have like, try to stop right yeah so people are saying that he he's taking his offensive responsibilities a little too seriously and doesn't do what the team needs which is to secure the back and then help push forward right because i mean yeah liverpool the last couple years that they've been smacking everybody they don't have a problem getting scored on but now they are Mm -hmm. and if you're getting scored on i mean doesn't matter like you're bleeding goals
1: yeah, you're going to get teams who get more soundly defensive and they're just going to counter-attack with those spaces and Trent not trailing back, you know, they get all that free space. True, true. Um, Yeah, I just, honestly, I think that Liverpool, at the beginning of the season, it was just more out of hunger, that they weren't hungry anymore. But after this game, they played against a really good Ajax team. Um, You know, I feel like, and then Trent... Dropping back and recovering. I feel like they may be able to pick it up from now on. But, you know, this is only one game we'll see.
0: Yeah. I. The other, was it Napoli's Rangers is tomorrow? The other two in the group, right?
1: Yeah. Which I think Napoli will easily beat Rangers. Yeah.
0: Napoli got smacked by Ajax. What? 4-0? Yeah, 4-0. Rangers, you mean. Or yeah. Rangers got smacked 4-0 by Ajax. Napoli has been doing pretty good. They won 4-1. Yeah, they did smack Liverpool 4-1. Yeah. They gave it to him real quick right at the beginning, too. Yep. Yeah, tomorrow's games are going to be really good. And then they're first in
1: the Serie A. They haven't lost a single game.
0: Who needs Lorenzo Insigne? Huh. Well, they got that that one cat, the 21-year-old Georgian.
1: The, yeah. I can't even pronounce his name.
0: He's a freaking, he's like a coming out of nowhere. It's Try it. ah, Fuck. I've been trying in my brain the past 10 seconds. Uh, (laughs) Kvaratskelia. Kvaratskelia. Oh, I think I got it. Kvaratskelia. Yep. Perfect. Kvaratskelia. Yeah, but
1: he's been tearing it up on the left wing.
0: Dude's 21. Yeah,
1: he's young. It's a wonder kid from out of Georgia.
0: Yeah, yeah. I heard he's like the he's like the egg guy right now.
1: And and for those of you listening, Georgia
0: <coughs> is not a state. Not state <laughs> it is a state, but it's the country. Um, it's Where is it?
1: South of Russia. I mean, bordering Armenia. And yeah, look at this. Yeah, geography major.
0: Yes, sir.
1: Yep. That's FIFA, you know typical fifa players is there like maps that. on fifa or what? no but you learn countries and then you oh, go, yeah. go look on the map and see what confederation they're in
0: a lot of my uh i haven't traveled to like europe or anything uh-huh. but like i make a i make a good amount of friends from that area and a lot of the times i i even tell them my uh that we connect is like over the cities that i know because of soccer oh yeah mean and then uh, like I have a friend that's from like, um, from like Sevilla or like different areas from other from like parts of Madrid. Then we'll like kind of brand uh, like uh, we'll relate on level based off of like the soccer that they like because mm-hmm. they generally always do. And I like, was just like, oh, this is my team because I'm from the south part, and then it helps me also piece together like the geography of shit. Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how it usually goes it be like that. What else, man? You got anything? That's all that I had. I
1: mean, uh, Chivas America played this weekend. Yeah. I'm excited for that. America actually plays tomorrow against uh, Santos Laguna um, for their pending game. This is for match day five. And then.
0: That's uh, going to be a good game. Your America has won like nine in a row.
1: Yeah. Tu sabes. Algo leve.
0: Just a little chill thing. You know, whatever. Sir. Um, so I plan
1: on them keep going. They got Santos who has been decent. Uh, they're yeah. currently sitting. Santos fifth. is
0: fifth, so
1: eight wins, two draws, four losses, and then after that they got a Ameri- uh, Chivas, who's hit seventh. Yeah, uh, next
0: week I think. Yeah, it should be fun. We'll we can cover what happened in that game. Hopefully, it's not one-sided because <laughs> we know kind of what direction that might be um and uh the u.s men's national team roster comes out tomorrow it'll come out tomorrow we'll look Gee. into that and see what we think see if they got they the don't
1: steal uh sendejas,
0: yeah i don't think they have the same drama bringing old people like um mexico does their average this age is probably random ass drama their average age is probably like five years younger
1: yeah see they're preparing for the 2026 world cup Compared to Mexico. Yeah.
0: I mean, they missed the last World Cup, and they immediately started preparing for the next one and for the future. And their strikers at that time were all, like, under 21. Yeah. <laughs> That's a beautiful future to have, uh, all their wingers and everything.
1: And most of the squad is playing Europe soccer.
0: Yeah. Well, Burhalter. we'll talk about it next time. But Berhalter is apparently, he gets a lot of slack because people say he is a euro snob that if you're in the MLS you get overlooked versus like a second division cat like Josh Sargent who's scoring for Norwich a little bit lately oh. getting a lot more love than uh, like Jesus Ferreira who's one of the top goal scorers in MLS but i digress conversation for a different day yes sir stay tuned but yeah stay tuned like we always say, go and subscribe, go follow us. Our counts are going up. I think we're almost at 20 followers, Jay. which is great to hear. Retweet
1: um, our stuff. It helps us out.
0: Retweet us, share it with a friend. Uh, yeah, we hope to bring you guys some great content to keep it coming. Uh, and yeah, we'll talk and to you guys next time. Okay. What do you guys have said?
1: No, I was just going to say, watch out for that, that, uh, picture you always do that, uh, You know how you had me? Oh, the little, yeah.
0: (laughs) That's kind of our thing, man. We got a little, a little ghetto Photoshop vibe to it. Yeah. Love that. Keep it out. All right, man. Keep an eye out. Thanks, everyone. See y'all. All right.